You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome in, everybody, to a special Bear and Balanced uh, on Second City Gridiron YouTube, if you're watching us there, obviously on the podcast for Windy City Gridiron Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Lester A. Wiltfong, Jr., how are you doing, Lester? How's Saturday am, going? Man, it's hectic. You know, I, I was all <laughs> planning on just three picks. Right. And then it might be a trade. What are the Bears at? Like nine picks now? So I have been writing nonstop, but I had to pull away from the from the computer long enough to talk to my guy, JB, and of course, Jacob Infante, NFL uh, draft analyst for WCG. Yeah, day three picks are replicating like bunnies. You know, springtime is here. You got to love it. Uh, last night, we were kind of complaining on the live stream that we didn't see any trade downs because we, we needed more bodies on this more. roster. Uh, Ryan Poles has delivered. Jacob Infante is here. He is on top of every single pick that the Bears have made so far. Uh, Jacob, welcome. And what can you tell us about the newest Chicago Bear, Tristan Eb- Ebner? Yeah, so I think that this is a good pick, at least, you know, from a round six perspective, you're looking at a guy who can contribute on special teams. He's one of the best return guys in this class Uh, Four career touchdowns on special teams, valuable pass catcher out of the backfield. Very good athlete. Uh, I mean, obviously being a late round pick, I don't think he's going to be much more than just a, you know, a depth piece, exactly that. But I think that he does have value and he's good in the areas that are needed to be able to uh, contribute pretty early in his career. So uh, I'm excited about this pick. You know, it's speed for the offense, so I definitely can't complain with that. Uh, I I think it's a pretty good selection in the grand scheme of things. Now, you you mentioned that he's got some skills in the return game, and obviously third-round pick, Fellas Jones, uh, projects as being a good returner as well. Looks like maybe that was an emphasis on Ryan Poles' part here to to add some talent into the return game. Do you have any insight into, you know, does Ebner project more as a punt returner, kick returner? Uh, Jones is more of a punt returner, kick returner. Any idea of where those uh, reps might compete at? Yeah, so I feel like uh, Ebner's – probably more likely to be a I mean he has more experience as a kick returner he has more uh he's proven himself more as a kick returner I think he might be a better fit as a punt returner at the next level whereas Bayless Jones Jr. might be a better fit as a kick returner just because I think he's got more of that like long straight line speed yeah. and uh Tristan Ebner's the type of guy who can you know cut side to side pretty well so I think that Ebner's going to compete more so for punt return but I think Kick return or punt return, you can't really go wrong with uh, either one of those guys on special teams. Yeah, I think both these guys are pretty fast. With uh, with 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 Bellis Jones, he was a four three guy. With Ebner, he's a four four guy, I believe. So we're talking about a, a tenth of a second here, you know. But like you said, though, a lot of times when you want that pure straight line speed, that usually fits better at kick return. Whereas the guy that you know tries to maybe dance a little more, he may be better on, on the guy that, that brings back the punts. Yeah, yeah, no, most certainly. And I mean, we saw it with uh, 
it's Tariq Cohen versus Cordero Patterson. Tariq Cohen's that side to side type of guy. He can make guys miss laterally. Uh, Cordero Patterson's just a you know straight line monster. So I think those are you know very extreme uh, examples of that. But I think those are kind of the archetypes you're looking at with both of those positions. Now, as we talk about maybe a little bit more of the fit on Luke Getze's offense here, you mentioned that he was pretty good out of the backfield. What kind of routes did you see him run when you were doing tape review? Is this is this a guy that could maybe split out wide and, and run a little bit more of the route tree, or is it a guy that's more comfortable starting off in the backfield and running some of those more traditional running back routes? Uh, I think you're looking at more of uh, – you're looking more in terms of backfield routes with him, uh, whether, you know, wheel routes – routes, whatever you want to call that, uh, and just, you know, swing passes, screens, what have you. I think that's where you're going to see a lot of his touches. Uh, I do think he can line up in the slot if need be, but I think your is, you know, not in that regard. It's just more so having him out of the backfield as a guy who can make, uh, make those grabs and be able to make some guys miss in space. You know, I do want to mention that with Ebner, this is not like a, a gimmicky type of back. I mean, this guy has legit running back size. I think he's 5'11", 210. Is that correct, Jacob, in that range? We may have lost Jacob. For you guys who, who don't know, Jacob is actually driving to Indianapolis right now. He has been jumping on all of our our pods from the car. He is just so dedicated. So uh, I'm pretty sure I checked, I checked the stuff on him, and he did seem like he was – 5'11", he has some size to him. It's not like a like a 5'8", 3 cone type of area where he's a guy that has to be a gimmick. You know, this is a guy that he may be in the mix. I mean, he's not going to supplant Montgomery. He's not going to supplant Khalil Herbert. You know, but as, as a third back, well, actually the, the Bears now have four backs in the rosters because they also got the the kid from the Titans. Uh, it's free, free, Drayton. So, yeah, yeah, Drayton. So, you know, this is a good stable here. Um, but again, we're talking about a sixth-round draft pick. You know, these guys aren't always locked for the roster. You know, so but somehow, some way, I think he will find a way to, to to stick around the Bears. I think it's worth mentioning on CBS's website, which I think does a really nice job with yeah. the tracker. I know there's a lot of trackers out there. I I just re- prefer that one, uh, but uh, they they do little quick write ups on on all the the guys as they're drafted. And so, um, give a shout out to to this uh, Chris uh, Trapasso who who wrote writes most of these, uh, and he calls Ebner a complete back with serious returning capabilities thick lower half and he sinks cuts laterally to make defenders miss. So again, kind of what Jacob was saying, that's why he's more of a punt returner type of guy. Doesn't come into the NFL with much mileage, which, which that's interesting, right? Like, you know, you see a lot of these guys who's who have a lot of miles on the tires that have been beat up a lot, um, you know, throughout their career um, in, in college and they get to the pros and they just don't have much left. And then uh, he finally says deceptive speed, useful in the receiving game. So really just repeating a lot of what, what Jacob gave in his quick report out too. Um, so, so you get multiple voices kind of saying the same thing uh, again, at this point, it's a valuable ad. You know, that they weren't necessarily completely happy with the running back room when they got here, they've added a couple pieces now in the off season. It feels like that running back room is pretty well established with David Montgomery, likely still the guy that's going to take the bulk of the carries. You've got Khalil Herbert, and now you've got a couple other guys in the room with Ebner adding uh, a different element than maybe some of those other guys. So um, overall, Lester, any, uh, any final thoughts on, on Ebner and where we're at in the draft and what you've been seeing on day three from polls so far? You know, as frustrating it is as a content creator, having a 
bust my ass this whole day. I love what Ryan Poles is doing. He has been, you know, these, these trade backs are perfect. It's what we all wanted to see more bite to the apple. So to speak, he's adding O-line uh, running back edge rusher. I, lo I love what he's doing. And you know, I was really hoping for our spot here on the pie. We were going to get an offensive lineman. That's just not how it's just not how the chips fell for us. Nope. Nope. We, we pre-scheduled all of these hits yeah, of, yeah. of where they were going to draft. Um, you know, we, we got a running back. We got a running back from Baylor. Really, it's really sad that Robert can't yes, be here. He yeah, can go yeah. in depth. Well, I'm sure Robert will dedicate a six-hour live stream to <laughs> Tresson Ebner and do film review. I yeah. count on that, folks. Um, of course, he is a Baylor alum, and so he will be very excited about this particular pick. But um, we will keep going here. Uh, the Bears have made another pick, and somebody uh, else is going to cover to that. Um, and then we'll have a couple more to finish out the day. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for joining us on the live stream. Thank you for downloading the pod. Make sure you click and subscribe to Second City Gridiron because we have a lot of content coming at you. Uh, so for Lester, I'm Jeff. See you next time. Bear down. Back to work. Back to work. <laughs>